0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.
1: It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. And joining us on the line now, Leisha De Bruin from Community Law Otago. Uh, Maureen, good to have you with us again, Leisha. Maureen, thank you
0: for having me back.
1: It's the third in our series about online safety. I've really been enjoying this, um, taking us through some of the things that we need to be aware of in these times when people are trying to take advantage of us all the time on the internet. Anyone who's uh, been playing around on the internet for the last few years will know that it's an ongoing struggle and people are trying it on in all sorts of ways. You've got to be vigilant and it's good to be armed with good Clear information like Leisha's been bringing us. Absolutely. Um, love the topic we're going to be talking about today. Uh, well, not so much, I suppose, given that we've just seen Valentine's Day come and go. Romance scams. Yeah,
0: so, like you were saying, you know, if you're online, you're at risk of um, being scammed. And unfortunately, people do use uh, romance scams um, to, well, yeah, to make money out of people.
1: Uh, let's uh, get a bit better definition around this. So what are romance scams?
0: So this is where a scammer pretends to be in a relationship with somebody online in order to scam them out of money. Um they do this sometimes well through emails, social media, dating websites in, and any other website or app that is so nothing no bars hold essentially. Um, and they usually these scammers are pretending to be someone that they're not So they're using photos and identities of people that they've found online. Lots of people will know this as catfishing, so it's kind of interchangeable. Um, but it is always important to remember that these scammers spend a lot of time and energy to build an online relationship. Um, and they can seem these, make these relationships seem very, very real. They usually have a fake background, family, friends, a job. They'll have photos to back it all up. Uh, they'll, have, they'll often be scamming more than one person at a time. Um, and once they've really worked to gain the trust of the person that they've targeted, they will use various stories to get money or details from that person that they could then use to scam that person out of money. Um, and sometimes they'll start by requesting small amounts of money, kind of, you know, to test waters, and then it builds up to larger amounts. But yeah. that doesn't always happen straight away, you know. Uh, sometimes they'll just, they won't ask for money straight away or directly. They'll be like, oh, I've got this problem that only, can only be solved by money, and then you feel obligated to help them out.
1: Gosh, so quite a bit of effort goes into this particular scam, right? And necessarily um, to yeah. to gain the trust of the person that they're trying to scam, it takes place over a period of time, quite a probably number of communications. Um, what do we yeah, know yeah. about how, how serious some of the losses here have been?
0: So, well, let's say to the experts in all of this online business, um, has had cases of romance scams reported to them where people have lost, a substantial amount of money. Some some range between a few hundred dollars and some have gone through millions of dollars. Um, and according to NetSafe, the average person loses about $18,000 um, in a romance scam. So quite a significant number.
1: Oh gosh, that's scary. All right. Yes. Um, yes. So um, how can we spot a romance scam uh, and distinguish it from a genuine online relationship?
0: Yeah, so some of the Signs that you ca- might be scammed online or the relationships not as genuine as you think it is uh, could be that it's moving quite quickly, so confessions of love or strong feelings within a short time of meeting the person online um, The person online tells you about personal troubles they can only be solved with money like i've just said um, you know if your new love mentions health problems, family issues, business troubles. Um, or pretty much any other issue that can sol- be solved with money, that's a pretty good indicator. Uh just also spread up requests for money. Uh you should always be wary of that. Uh changes in communication style. So if there's a se- if there are several scammers taking turns to maintain a relationship, their writing style may change. Um, so yeah, so sometimes there's uh scammers are working, multiple scammers are on the one, in one relationship. Um be very wary if they're hesitant about meeting in person. So if that is, if a new romantic contact is not willing to meet in person or talk via, say, like a video call where you can see their face um, or comes up with a series of excuses to avoid meeting, you should probably be cautious and ask yourself, why wouldn't they meet me in person? Um, and I guess financial assistance to meet in person, that's also something to be careful about. If they say, um, if they're about offering or giving that person money so they can meet you in person, I'll fly you, down, I'll pay for your tickets, I'll pay for your trip. It's um, probably not the best way to go about doing things. And I guess a good one is reverse image search. You can always check the images that they've sent you, their, their profile pictures, all of that, by using um, public online. Um, to see if they're actually using those photos publicly um, in other places by using um, just reverse image searching.
1: I, re- I think yeah. I recall several years ago uh, Richie McCaw's image being used for a scam.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, that's exactly
1: uh, it. And a, a New Zealander picked that up pretty quickly but of course you wouldn't necessarily uh, considering the billions of photos that there will be online that people can grab to use. So, so tell us more about this reverse image search. Yeah,
0: so... Because romance scammers often steal photos um, published online and then use these identities to um, approach people and make the relationships out of it, photos of models or uniformed soldiers are very popular or famous people in New Zealand like Richie McCaw. Um, but, however, a lot of these photos can be taken, well, photos can be taken from anyone who publishes them publicly, uh, so from, you know, like Facebook profiles, Instagram, all of that. Uh, so. If you're suspicious about a new account, a new contact, the way you do a reverse image search is through Google Images. First, you just download a copy of the photo of the person onto your device, and then you go to Google Image Search. You just select that camera icon that is in the search bar, and then you upload the photo, and then Google will return a list of results showing where the picture is being used, if it is being used online.
1: That's a really helpful tool um, to be able to yeah. do that, and I wonder how many of us uh, would even think to do that. So that's great advice, um, mm. and I imagine that potentially could pick up a huge number of scams, but not all.
0: Not all. It's not It's not a fail-safe. Uh, so it's, it's a good tool. Uh, technique to look and just to start off um, cover your cover all your bases, but there are lots of tools that the scammers use um to make a successful relationship so you, you they might edit the photo so it doesn't show up. Um, so it's two, three different photos all merged together. So it is it's a good it's a good technique to use, but it's not a fail safe, so people just need to remember that.
1: All right. Gosh, how do we go about actually avoiding these things, these romance scams?
0: Yeah. Very good question. (laughs) Uh, So the best thing to do is be cautious about who you communicate online. Uh, Don't respond to requests or hints for money. Just don't. Um, Never send money to anybody you don't know or haven't met in person. Uh, Again, that's also not a fail-safe, but it's definitely important. Uh, Avoid giving out your personal details that can be used to impersonate you. That's a pretty standard thing for uh, just online scamming in general. Um, and if you think you're being scammed, you need to stop all the contact and avoid sending any further payments. Uh, and contact NetSafe for free and confidential advice if you feel that you know something or well, something's not quite right. They are the experts in this area, but you can also contact us at Community Law at Hago for an appointment, and we can talk you through your situation and guide you through, and, um, and let you know whether or not NetSafe is your next best bet.
1: We've also talked before about the information that can be used to access our accounts and making sure we're mm-hmm. being really secure around all of that, Lisha.
0: Yeah, so again, uh, you know, um, sounding like a broken record at this point, but, you know, protecting your login details, your passwords to any online accounts, including, but you know, mainly your banking, your email, your social media, your trading sites, um, Keeping your bank account and credit card details secret and secure. Uh, your your address, keep your address, your phone number, your birthday is secret. Don't provide personal information linked to security questions to your online accounts. You know, what's your first, your your favorite pet, your first sister's name, your mother's middle name, mother's maiden name, all of those kind of generic uh, security questions. Best not provide those answers um don't give your driver's license details of your passport details and yeah your passport details so just some of the things personal information keep it close to your chest
1: all right well from time to time clearly uh, some people mm. get down the rabbit hole with us they get caught in a scam what do you do if you have been scammed
0: yeah, it is really important for people to remember that most of these scams are professional operations and they are very good at their job. So it's really important to remember not to feel embarrassed and to reach out for advice. It happens very often to people and you can try your best to avoid it, but just sometimes they are just, they do this for their day job. Um, so you can report these incidences to the police, but unfortunately a lot often scammers are operating in a different country overseas. Which means that if you've sent seen money offshore, so bank transfer, or any form like that, it is unlikely that these funds will be recovered, um, because the ofend- or the offender identified. Because cyber criminals are very proficient at concealing their identities, uh, so often and often reside in a different country that lacks the reliable law enforcement for police. New Zealand police to liaise with, but it is still important to make a report to the police in case one day. And you know, in the future, they do liaise, and you can, by the off chance, get something. Um, but always contact NetSafe if you think you've been scammed, or you might be scammed, or your friend might be scammed, being scammed. Contact NetSafe or give us a call, um, and we are both of us, both NetSafe and Community Law, provide free and confidential advice on what to do next.
1: All right. Now, during the COVID Protection Framework, Community Law Otago are available by telephone four seven four one nine double two. That's four seven four one nine double two. Or you can email reception at dclc.org.nz to make a telephone appointment. Um, and uh, those are being scheduled at the moment by the looks of things between 11 and 12.30, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. So uh, one way or another, even though uh, your face-to-face appointment is not happening at the moment, you can definitely get some good uh, advice quite quickly from Community Law Targo if you want to get in touch. Their website, communitylawatago.com Well, this has been such an interesting series with you, Leisha. Um, uh, and it's been a pleasure you know, uh, you know, If anybody wants to sort of backtrack and capture the, all the discussions that Leisha and I have had around online security do go to our website won't you oar.org.nz look for Speak Legal and uh, share it around these podcasts of these conversations uh, if you know someone who's perhaps um, just making their first tentative steps into using the internet and so forth and they've got a few concerns about keeping themselves safe and secure these, uh, these tips from Leisha have been really really helpful so thanks so much for joining us, Leisha, and we look forward to another edition of Speak Legal next week. Thank
0: you for having me again. I look forward to next week.
1: This podcast was produced by ORFM
0: Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.